This is it. This is the spot. What is it? This is the spot where I had one of the deepest, most sincere spiritual moments of my life. The last time I had an epiphany, it was right here. What's an epiphany? An epiphany is when you realize something that you really needed to realize. It's, you know, sometimes in life you can get kind of stuck and you feel like you should have changed chapters by now, but you can't. That clip you just heard is from the new Zach Braff film, Wish I Was Here, which is what I will be reviewing today on the Silver Screen Podcast. My name is Jared. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a while since I've done an episode of the podcast. We're in the summer movie season, and a lot of the films that I like to focus on, if you've listened to the podcast before, are more artsy-type films, independent films, films that I think could possibly get Oscar nominations. And there just hasn't been a lot this summer that has really fueled me to do a review of a movie until... Now, I saw this film, Wish I Was Here, the other day. It stars Zach Braff, Kate Hudson, Joey King, Mandy Patinkin, Josh Gad, Jim Parsons is in it for a little bit, Donald Faison as well. So it has a stacked cast in this movie. And the premise of the movie really is about that Zach Braff's character is a struggling actor. Um, He's not a great husband. He's looked down upon by his family as a father figure. And he's really just trying to make it through life. And he's 35 years old, so he's sort of having a midlife crisis, but still doesn't know exactly what he wants to do. And in the beginning of the movie, Mandy Patinkin, who plays Zach Braff's father, um, their children are going to a Jewish school, and Mandy Patinkin can no longer afford that. So Zach Braff has to homeschool his children, and that's pretty much what the movie is about, is Zach Braff trying to get through life, trying to become a better father, a better person, and also help his kids out as well, because he's just a really hard-struggling individual. And another theme that this movie really explores that not a lot of movies try to explore or just haven't explored because it's a difficult topic is the topic of religion. Now, obviously, I mentioned that his children go to a Jewish school and they have to get pulled out of that early on in the film. And here's Zach Braff talking about how he decided on the themes for this movie. And if you didn't know, Zach Braff directed this movie, wrote this movie, starred in the movie, and also helped produce the film as well. Here's him talking about some of the themes of the movie and why he decided to make a movie about what he did. And I thought it was an interesting thing to write about in 2014, how the people that I know and the people that I'm around and the people that I talk with, not just people in LA or New York, but the people that I know, there's a, there's a moving away from that. There's a what if, well, why do I have to con, con, you know, confine myself to those societal rules? I had organized religion, you know, blasted at me as a child, in this case Judaism, but it, it, there's parts of it I like, but it really it didn't, it didn't land for me, it didn't stick. But now I'm 38 years old, I, I, want, I, I long for some spirituality, so what is my spirituality and how do I find that outside of the world of organized religion? Um, and so it's about people in their 30s uh, in 2014 going, Wait, why am, I, why am I obeying all these rules that don't work for me anymore? Why aren't there some new rules, and why is it not okay to have new ways of doing things? Again, that was Zach Braff you heard talking about his new film, Wish I Was Here, and just some of the themes of the movie and why he decided to do with the movie what he did. Now, an interesting point about this movie is this movie would have never been made 
unless there was a Kickstarter campaign. And if you don't know what Kickstarter is, it is a website where you can go to and you say, hey, I have this project. Like, I want to make this movie or I want to, you know, make, write this book or make this audio project or all kinds of different things. But I need some money to do it. And people will back you for whatever project you're working on. So that's how Zach Braff received funding for this movie, a lot of the funding for this movie. So he said, I need to raise $2 million for this movie to make this movie. And they had $2 million raised in three days, which is incredible. People just jumped on this and they really were attracted to the Kickstarter campaign. And then the total amount raised by the Kickstarter campaign was about $3.1 million. And another company, Worldview Entertainment, kind of filled in the gap of the little bit of money that they needed left. But a lot of this was donated by backers and people who wanted to see the movie and wanted to see a new Zach Braff film. So that's kind of an interesting dynamic on how this film got made. And here is one of the stars of the movie, Mandy Patikin, who plays Zach Braff's father, talking about the Kickstarter campaign. My son uh, did a project on Kickstarter once. I was familiar with the, with the model of Kickstarter, and, uh, and I know it's a wonderful thing. And so it was actually my son who told me, he said, you know, this is the movie he raised the money for on Kickstarter. I said, no, I didn't know. He said, yeah. He said, go see it, you know, go see it. He said, Dad, I'm telling you, you're going to love this movie. I know it before you even read it. I know this guy. And I said, okay. And my son is usually not wrong, both the son in the movie and my son in my life. So I got good sons everywhere. Again, that was Mandy Patikin, one of the stars of Wish I Was Here, talking about how they used a Kickstarter campaign to fund the movie. And now let's move into some things that I liked about this movie. And I think the first one has to be that it was a very original story. Now, this movie is getting bashed by a lot of critics, and it's not getting great reviews on, say, Rotten Tomatoes. It has around a 40%. IMDb is about a 7, which is not bad, but isn't fantastic either. But what I liked is that I did find it a very original story, even though some of the critics are saying that it's not very original. But I connected to the movie. I thought it was very well done. It kept me entertained the whole time. I didn't check my phone at all. I wasn't checking my watch in or anything. I was just really watching the movie and wanted to know what was going on during the film. And I was never distracted from that. I never was thinking about anything else, which I think is a sign of a good film. And this summer, where there has been so many movies, and not to bash them, but just saying so many movies about superheroes or things that have already been done before or sequels to films, and I just haven't found anything that interesting. And this film was very, very interesting and kept me engaged. And that's one thing I liked about it. It was different. It was something different to go see. It wasn't your normal run-of-the-mill summer movie. And it was a nice distraction from some of the other stuff that's out there. Not saying that's bad. I mean, I saw Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. That's one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. And that was a summer blockbuster film. But this was a little different. And that's what I liked about it. Now, I've already talked a little bit about this, but one thing that makes this movie so strong is the cast and also the writing. Those two things combined together are what really make this movie great. And the writing is great. It's funny. Of course, you expect that from Zach Braff. But going in, I didn't expect as much humor as I got, being that this is somewhat of a serious story, a serious plot line. But there was nice interjections of humor in there in serious moments and really, really funny parts and parts that made you feel emotional. And it was just a great job uh, by writing the script by Zach Braff and also Adam Braff. And it was just very well done as the script. And, of course, the cast was great as well. I really like Zach Braff. Kate Hudson plays Zach Braff's wife, Sarah. You have Joey King, who plays Grace Bloom. You have Pierce Gagnon as Tucker Bloom. And if you 
know, if you saw the movie Looper, Pierce Gagnon is in that movie. He plays the kid in that movie, and he's great again in this movie. He's hilarious. He, he is sometimes funnier than Zach Braff in this movie, his lines and his delivery, and he is just fantastic. Then you have Mandy Patinkin, you have Josh Gad, who obviously is coming off of a lot of fame from doing Frozen, but now he's in this film, and he is really great as Zach Braff's brother, Noah. And then you have some supporting characters, as I mentioned before, Jim Parsons, Donald Faison, which do a good job in their roles. So that's another thing I really liked is the cast in this movie. And another thing that I enjoyed is the music. This movie has a really great soundtrack, and I don't know if that's just because I like a lot of the bands that were in this movie, but I thought that the music flowed very well. It was very well done. It made me feel emotions when it was supposed to. It was lighthearted when it was supposed to be, and it was very serious when it was supposed to be. And I thought they did a great job of picking out the music. And here is Kate Hudson talking about the music in the film. I think that it's his love of music and his love of film and it's an opportunity for him to you know have that symbiotic relationship with with them and uh and so you're gonna find that he knows exactly how to utilize music and his taste in music is um, something that i think allows people to see music differently as well. Again, Kate Hudson talking about the music in the film, Wish I Was Here, which is what I am reviewing today. And now let's move on to things I didn't like about this movie. And for this one, there really wasn't anything that I didn't like. I enjoyed the whole film. I enjoyed the cast. I enjoyed the writing. I enjoyed the cinematography, the music, as Kate Hudson just talked about. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I didn't know what to expect going into this movie. A friend of mine wanted to go see it with me, so I tagged along. And I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw, and it was just a fantastic, fantastic film. So I would give this movie an A in my book. And like I said, a lot of people don't really like it as much. It's, I guess, kind of mixed emotions. There are a lot of people on social media that really, really enjoy the film. And there are also some that don't like the film. So I would say go see it for yourself, and then you can create a judgment about whether or not you like the movie. But I am going to give, as I said, the movie an A. Now let's move on to... Uh, award nominations for this movie, which is something that I do in every podcast to kind of keep you updated on the Oscars and the Golden Globes and all of those. And I don't think this movie is high profile enough to receive any Oscar nominations. The only one I could possibly see, and this would be an entire long shot because so much stuff hasn't come out yet, is Mandy Patinkin getting a award for a uh, nomination for Best Supporting Actor. I don't think that is going to happen. This movie could get nominated for some SAG awards, though, some Independent Spirit Awards, uh, some of those more lower-key awards uh, festivals and ceremonies. That could pick up some awards at, but other than like the Oscars or the Golden Globes, I don't see this film getting any nominations for that. I want to thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find the Silver Screen Podcast on iTunes. You can also go to Twitter and Facebook. Just search the Silver Screen Podcast on Facebook. On Twitter, at the SS Podcast. Again, that's at the word the and then two S's and the word podcast. It's on Stitcher Radio. It's on the Zoom Marketplace. But the first place you can always get it is Facebook or Twitter. So be sure to follow there. Next time on the Silver Screen Podcast, not really sure what I'm going to review yet. The new Richard Linkletter film, Boyhood, comes out in my area next week. So that could be the next episode of the podcast that I'll review. But until then, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Silver Screen Podcast.